Are you trying to serve me a subpoena? N- no, a I'm trying to do some crime. Has this ever happened to you? You're trying to do some crime, but don't know where to start? Well, you're in luck, listener. Why not try Sinless Brand Actual Play Podcast and YouTube Series? Sinless is a Shadowrun 3rd edition actual play podcast that follows a group of career criminals while they try and make a life in the barrens of 2050s Seattle. Follow the crew as they build their reputation, starting as a simple Redmond gang doing odd jobs around the community and end up in way over their heads as deniable assets in international power struggles and megacorp feuds. Sinless eliminates the crunch and instead focuses on the stories of the runners that you'll come to love or hate. When you try Sinless Brand Podcast, you'll learn how to commit multiple felonies, such as kidnapping, a horned figure approaching uh-huh. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Summary execution. And I pull my gun and I shoot him in the head. Oh, grand theft. Look, man, I'm driving, all right? Not anymore, you're not parking, get out. Terrorism? So how do we all feel about regicide? and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Try Sinless Brand Actual Play Podcast and YouTube series today. The makers of Sinless do not endorse commission of any actual crime outside of the gaming room. The makers of Sinless are not responsible people. Do not use Sinless Brand products if you are allergic to fun. Talk to your doctor if you experience any of the side effects, including but not limited to uncontrollable laughter, repulsive dice roll, nausea, vomiting, lost character sheets, dizziness or vertigo, unnatural attachment to fictional characters, withdrawal between episodes, ocular bleeding, Cheeto fingers, caffeine dependence, insomnia, or death. Sinless, the actual play that puts the gag in baggage. Available at your local Stuffer Shack or wherever you listen to podcasts. Pink Fohawk is a crass, vulgar, violent, raunchy podcast that is meant for immature adult audiences only. Content warning is available in the description. Welcome to Big Fuck, everybody. Here we are. Dan, Chris, Justin. Hello. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having us, man. What episode are we at? We are on episode... This is episode eight. It feels like more. Yeah. It feels like a lot more. As, as far as I know, this is episode three. <laughs> True. <laughs> You're right, and it ends after I'm done, I guess. It would have been hilarious if we, if Justin didn't know we were doing a podcast and we just invited him to play Shadowrun and then just didn't ever tell him he was on a podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Then he sues the shit out of us if we ever get around to selling t-shirts or anything. <laughs> we should pay some only fancy girl to play with us. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh God. No sex, just you have to be on our podcast. You have to be on our fucking podcast. <laughs> like those Japanese cafes where you can pay those like waitresses to like play games with you if you're sad asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so sad. Play this weird anime card game with me and like know all about it. <laughs> so fucked up. How about intros? Can you guys give me intros? Uh, yeah, my name's Justin. I play Sosu Twig. Sosu is a Elven Decker, a convenience store worker, and a reluctant shadow runner. I'm gonna cop from Justin because I like how he just listed off occupations. I'm I'm Chris and I play John Anderson, and he's a shadow runner, entrepreneur. Uh, a cult leader and 
a friend. Oh, Tatina Bonemeal. He is a friend. That's sweet. That's sweet. That kind of sounded like a dating show intro. It's just like yeah. it did. And we're in these like four squares. We look like an old seventies <laughs> yeah, game we show. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> two of us are gonna get get voted off tonight. The other two have to fuck each other, and mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> and they get divorced in a month. Sweet. Hey, Shadow Punks. My name's Dan. I play Tatina Bonemeal. Just a mountain of meaty troll muscle out here looking for a friend, cracking skulls and crushing balls with two of her new friends. Not new. Eh, John's a newish friend, but John's John's been around the Ouch. block. But her new friend, Sosu. I, we haven't really breached like the friendship with Sosu yet, but I feel like uh, I feel like you went the opposite way with Sosu last episode. Yeah, we've gone beyond friendship. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Tina doesn't have any any beef with Sosu. Yeah, Tina and Sosu got on the same like dark level. A little bit, like last episode. Yeah. John was like the white knight. So she's like slowly liking Tina more from uh, right. uh, Tina's actions with those watermelons. There it is. I think John's so evil in like other <laughs> aspects of his life. There's only so much evil that he can. He can tolerate. He can tolerate. Yeah. He doesn't like the slow torture, although he is slowly yeah. torturing all those cult <laughs> husbands for some reason. I don't know what's going on with that. Enlightening. Enlightening. <laughs> That's true. That's true. John saw that woman's tits and it reminded him of his aunt. And... <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't let her be harmed anymore. <laughs> do you guys have shadow facts for me? Let's do it. You're like, I have my one from last week. We're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, start us off. I have to start. <laughs> okay. Let's have it. Let's oh, have it. Okay, a lot. I didn't have one. I didn't have one. Of course I didn't have one. <laughs> well, all right. Um, John's a little worried about going to the Bahamas. Really? On this trip. Why? Because he remembered that back in his corp days, he laundered quite a large amount of money oh, through no. the Bahamas. Is he a wanted man? And they, that some of the some of the locals might remember him as the White Knight. <laughs> to <laughs> use your this. term from before. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> he, he was a he was a cocaine snorting oh, oh. crazy animal. <laughs> the white that knight. kind of white knight. White that knight. kind of white knight. Much like he is today. <laughs> I thought maybe he was a Robin Hood character in the Bahamas or something no, like no, that. No, 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 no. He was he was taking money in. <laughs> he was buying coke. He was taking that coke back to Seattle. Oh, shit. And then selling that Nova Coke, making other money. Just turn it, turn it around. Mm. Just turn it Flying around. Flying it in low. Just weekend trips. Smugglers run. <laughs> so, so he might. He doesn't want to get recognized. Dude, that's so fantastic. maybe John's gonna have like a clever disguise, like Clouseau or something, like a really bad. Like, I want him to have a Tom Selleck mustache and has his Hawaiian shirt. Ooh. Maybe he wears like a blonde, long-haired blonde wig. <laughs> right. You guys remember like the end of Twelve Monkeys when Bruce Willis like puts on that really bad disguise? <laughs> How about you, Tina? Uh, just a quick, simple one this week. Um, Tina has three nipples. <laughs> I, I love that. I did not expect that. That's it. There you go. I love that mine was really long, and yours yours sounds like you just made it up on the spot. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, Tina, she has three nipples, and she never really thought anything of it. You know, you're like, got- and they're all they're all like daisy chained together. Yeah. With- <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got two boobs, and like one of them just has like another nipple off to the side. She just thought it was normal, and then she came across a uh, a Grey's Anatomy of the New World kind of book and found out that trolls are supposed to have 
two mammae, you know, two nipples. But uh, that's that's actually oh, can, I, that's I actually see. It canon. Goes from it goes back. The, it goes back to the uh, for you fans who have actually read reading. the book. Yes, Tom Dowd went to the trouble to describe every species and how many nipples they have. So true, um, <laughs> true dedication. Tina has three. She's a special troll. She's a special troll. That is an amazing detail. <laughs> <laughs> you just needed to get that down. Apparently, the guy that wrote that. Is uh, I guess Bob Charette. You're like is a behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> he's a menace to society. He's, he's been a, named a menace. He's, he's a freak. That was a long time ago, and he's still got ten years. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he was a uh, what is it? Like, biologist, or whatever. He write those kind of write ups on different species. Oh, I, I don't see, know if it's a see, veterinarian. Mm. What's it called when they? Apparently, he wrote those biologists. kinds of yeah. Reports. It's like it's a, it's a biologist. I think you nailed it. <laughs> Sounds accurate. Sounds okay. right to me. He was a marine biologist. He 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 whacks blowholes all every, all day long. <laughs> oh, <no>. He <laughs> waxes blowholes <laughs> for the oh good of the God. dolphins. Oh. For the good of the dolphins. <laughs> what what noise does a dolphin the, make when you wax the it? The sea pharynx. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a confusing amazing. <laughs> we need to we need to use I want that sound effect isolated. I need that as like my like a like like when I make a mistake on my computer. Every time it's just Dan's voice. <laughs> oh. How about you, Justin? Do you have a shadow effect? So uh let's hear it. Sosu uh when he's working at the uh convenience store, Goop yeah. for Less, if uh he runs into a customer he really, really doesn't like, yeah. he'll uh, intentionally sabotage the Beatles that he gives them. Ooh, uh, you are a cruel, cruel a bastard. Oh. I think it's the torture. I think it's the torture <laughs> John's <laughs> turned not, off it, by. It's not torture because he doesn't know what happens to him because they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Even more twisted. You are cold. I think it's funny if Sosu inadvertently created the kick chip without knowing it and he's cured all these people. <laughs> oh, interesting twist. I, I, I think we like... have to put Sosu in charge of interrogation though. I think Tina's mm. been dismissed. You might be right. You might be right. I would say the good Tina's cop, bad subjects cop. have too much fun I would say, <laughs> oh no, you're putting your thighs next to my face. Last oh, week no. was like, good cop, bad cop, SS officer, and, and Sosu was the SS. Like, it was... Yeah, uh, yours was like, it was like a porn interrogation. It was like, yeah. the, it was fake. It was like, it was like it a... fucking worked, all right? Like, he was turned He's on by it. He's watermelons on people until you're like, scalding water. He's like, please stop, I can't get any harder. Yeah. <laughs> Dale got some half-truths. It took John's heavy hand in the shower to really get... Get the rest of it. That's true. It's, it's true. Like, Tina, you animal, stop putting watermelon on his face. Let's go scorch his fucking skin <laughs> off his skull. Yeah, you're right. I think John, John, he's a little bit like Batman. Stay with me. <laughs> the, he, the white knight. He, he, yeah. He only tortures really bad people if you really think about it. Listen closely. He's got a sense of honor. He's got a sense of honor. Chris could give a master class on bullshitting. Yeah, I guess I could. <laughs> Just pulling stuff out of thin air. Now, if you'll bear with me, wait a second, as I think about what I'm going to say. <laughs> but Tina's got the bat cave. It's almost as like if we just took the two of you and the murdered family. Right. If we took the two of you to merge you, you're Batman, basically. That's the voice. true. Yeah. She's got the Batman voice. <laughs> That's why it works. Shitty Batman. Shitty Batman. All right, let's get started. Want me to get you into this world? Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Last session, Tina, John, and Sosu paid Al Caldwell a visit in his penthouse apartment. Through various means of intimidation, coercion, and both physical and emotional torture, you were able <laughs> to get some answers out of him. 
Most importantly, that Thorber Bradshaw is still alive. He told you that Thorber was collected prior to the Yakuza hit and delivered to Unison Inc., a small nonprofit humanitarian corporation. There, they have Thorber continuing his work on Kickchip within the safety of their headquarters on Grand Bahama Island, allegedly. <laughs> That's what you've been told. On luxurious Grand Bahama Island. You're going to in the Bahama. Book. It says Grand Bahama Island in the book, and I'm like, "That's so 80s. It's awesome." That's awesome. <laughs> wait, it does. So wait, that that's real? Oh yeah. The Bahamas nice. are in Shadow Run. Did you run. plan that, or did you just be like, did you just pull Bahamas out of your ass and then realize it was in the Shadow Run book? You would never do such a I'd thing. I'd pull nothing out of my ass. No, no. No, I, I you, when you guys said, like, are we going to the Bahamas? I was like, sure. <laughs> 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 so then I looked up, I'm like, dude, this is in, in Shadow Run. There, it's called, I did know this. It's called the Caribbean League. And all the Caribbean islands are kind of all one unit. Yeah. Sweet. I love how much details in the book where it's just like, it's right down to like what ISPs all the different nations have. <laughs> yeah, the regional That's codes. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to say just for our fans listening who are afraid of the Matrix, those regional codes, you don't need to use those. Those are just for like if you were going to do like hacking from a distance, but you don't have to do Yeah, that. but let's use those. That sounds fucking sick. It is kind of intimidating. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. Yeah, but that's sick. Fuck? It's so sick. It's real. It's realistic. It's incredibly realistic. And we're going to completely ignore it. <laughs> we're going to completely ignore it. Sweet. We're going to the Bahamas. It's its, it's, its own country, right? Because in mm-hmm. Seattle, we're in the UCAS, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Bahamas, what's it like? Is it a vacation spot still? Or yes. are they like uh, dark? Like, are we in like Columbia? Let me give you a little. Okay, so I'll give you a GM chat effect on some of this stuff. Basically, the Caribbean League, it's the least corporate owned. They all sort of work together to keep the fucking corporations out. Now, that's also kept oh, them cool. from becoming okay. as, you know. Uh, They're not capitalists. But. They're also not communist. They sort of all run themselves. Each little country runs themselves. And they kind of make sure that the government doesn't take over too much. They kind of make sure the corporate sector doesn't take up too much. It's kind of all kind of run. Okay. Now, something to be known is that piracy, like pirates of the Caribbean is like real. Like sea fucking pirates? Yeah. Sweet. And it's a real fucking threat. Okay. Now, there are still tourist areas that are highly protected. I love it. And the pirates usually don't really mess with that stuff. But anyway. Just so you know. What about okay. Nova Coke running? Is that something that is <laughs> oh, somehow yeah. possible? Oh, real? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's got it. Sweet. Be, right? And you did it, son. Nailed it. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. what if John was like secretly a pirate, dude? <laughs> dude, we should totally go hire a fucking pirate ship and make Ben play like all 20 mates on the ship. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and just like take a step back and let Ben play the whole episode for us. Just like It's like a musical. It's like Pirates of Panzance, like the full musical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, we just sing everything. See how many my booty <laughs> jokes we can get in? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Swap that poop dick. Oh, yeah, baby. Swap that poop dick. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Wax that blowhole. <laughs> Wax the blowhole, swab the poop dick. Damn. All right. All right. You are all now aboard a private Lear Cessna Platinum One. Did you say poop dick? Poop dick, yes. <laughs> I just thought it was funny to have a really delayed reaction. Yeah. <laughs> like a Norm McDonald. No, Dak. You meant Dak, right? No, I meant dick. Oh, dude. I, I get meant it. a poopy dick. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys do? Sorry, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You are all now aboard a private a private Lear Cessna Platinum 1 private jet en route 
to Grand Bahama Island. Oh, nice. It's a medium-sized suborbital jet, around 14 okay. seats, and there's seven rows, basically two huge fucking comfortable seats. Leather, real leather. Okay. On either side of this aisle, there's a wet bar in the back. There's trid screens built into, like, really nice trid screens with sensory nets and stuff you can put on in every single nice. seat. Nice. Alec hooked you guys up with a limo to SeaTac, veering off from the departures into the private area and got right okay. on this private jet that he's chartered going to the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. Um, he also, Sick. before you left him, <laughs> in, a, in a heap, <laughs> in a sad, sorry heap. Confused. In a confused heap. He sends you this message in a, on your guys' phones. Okay. So you can think about or explain what you want to do. I'm going to grab something for you here. I feel like Tina probably has an idea. <laughs> Like, I feel like Tina's going to throw us off to course for a minute here. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing on the plane? Um, taking a huge shit. Uh, Tina is in the bathroom taking a massive troll shit. In this Tina thinks that being in the Mile High Club is taking a giant shit in the plane. <laughs> Thank you. There's nothing better than having like, a comfortable, luxurious flight. And minute one, Tina goes there and shits and you have to smell it the whole flight. And she gets up before the turn the seatbelt off sign. She has to. It's like as soon as the plane's like like... Ascending. Every time Tina gets out of her seat, she has to like ping the flight attendant <laughs> to make sure the pilots know to adjust for the weight shift inside this plane. As she moves around inside of it, she goes back. She's taking a massive shit in the bathroom, which she barely fits in, by the way. She's checking her brick phone, but not from uh, the message of Alec Caldwell, which Ben is about to share with us. She's uh, just flipping through to see if uh, Zuppelione has returned her text message. Uh, there is no text yet from Zupa Leone. No text back from Zupa Leone and uh, she's just kind of like, can she roll a, an intelligence real quick, like a perception? She wants to know if uh, this seems odd to her or if it's just like, oh, he hasn't gotten back to me yet. Like, does she... We'll say target number four. Actually, target, target number, number four. I feel like target number six with Tina. Oh, I got a six. You got One a six? six. Yeah. You find yep. it slightly odd? You're kind of like, you know, I just fucking took this dude's, the thing he's been trying to hunt down. I have it. I let him know I have yeah. it. And he's not yeah. responding at all. Like, that's weird. Very interesting. So Zupa doesn't know if he's dead or not, but it would mean that we might have the info that he wants. But he hasn't responded and Tina, I guess, thinks that's a little odd, right? Okay. Yes. All right. Tina goes at flushes and, and does her very best to maneuver inside this small bathroom to wipe her ass and, and washes her hands and, <laughs> All the and details. Uh, heads back to the heads back to her seat, plops down right next to John, right behind John. She's probably taking up two seats in this thing. What's good, man? What's going on? John's gonna be like a little bit like more nervous than usual. It'd be funny if you don't know why he's wearing the mustache and the wig <laughs> and, and, the, and the Tommy Bahama shirt. Is that what? He, so he's already in disguise. Yeah, he's already in disguise. He should be putting on his disguise right now. Yeah, Tina, roll yeah, me, roll me intelligence, Tina. Roll me intelligence. Here it comes. Three dice. Uh, target number six. No sixes. You don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> Tina plops says, hey, John, what's good? And all of a sudden she sees this strange, strange man with a blonde, a blonde wig and a mustache. She doesn't know if this is like the person who is like a, a timeshare, like who shares the Cessna with Alec Caldwell. Or she's just like, hey, oh, sorry, sir. Sorry to bother you. I uh, was looking for my friend, John. <laughs> Just call me J-Bone. You got it, J-Bone. You got it. Hey. Tina, it's me. It's me, but call me J-Bone. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? 
What? Shut the shut the fuck up, Tina. J Bone. J Bone, what are you what are you doing? Listen, it's a long story, okay? But I can't go back to the Bahamas as John Anderson. That's all you need to know. Holy shit, John. That's not too bad, but I really wish you would have come to me. I have a specialty in makeup artistry. I could have really done a lot better. Your, your mustache will... She reaches <laughs> out to like... she's offended that she didn't get to do like... It's a little cockeyed. And she like fixes his mustache for him and, and uh, crooks it back to, to square. It's a real mustache. <laughs> yeah, it's a real mustache. It's a real mustache. She rips out about like, a quarter of his mustache on accident. Tina. Ah, uh, it's a real... Like, fucking waxes it right off his face. Tina, yeah, don't John. fuck with the stash, all right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We could probably paint that back in. No, you, you ripped the whole thing off? She said she ripped a quarter off. Just like a quarter of it. Yeah, just a quarter of it's gone. <laughs> I think it's funny if John has to shave the other half into, like, a Hitler stash. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll, I'll just balance it out. It'll be a weird middle mustache. Yeah, It'll I'm be doing fine. the Michael no. Jordan. It's a Michael Jordan stash. I feel like I feel like that's better. I feel like that's no, better. Oh, I think that's weird. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. The Michael Jordan underwear commercial mustache. He doesn't see yes. a problem with it. Perfect. Perfect. Chad, there seems to be a lot going on with you. We really got to talk about this after we finish this run here. You got a lot going on, man. Oh, God. Uh, listen, I, got, well, I don't know who I am anymore, Tina. John, you're my friend. That's who you are. I'm your old friend, J-Bone. My old friend, J-Bone. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Justin, what are you up to? This is uh, so absurd. So absurd. Susu is the most uncomfortable he's ever been in his entire life. Mm. Because he's flying? Why? Well, he's never left Seattle. Oh, shit. True. He's never missed a day of work. Wow. And he's never uh, taken Beatles through security before. <laughs> oh, security. Fuck. Right now, he is sitting next to John, but he's kind of like curled up into a ball, and he's calling all of his coworkers and just being like, hey, can you cover my shifts? Can you cover my shifts? Come on, man. Wow. Come on. I'll, I'll owe you one. Please just cover my shifts. I forgot he's like an indentured <laughs> are, servant. Are the other employees also indentured or are they just workers? The majority of them are just workers. There's a couple who are <laughs> in the same better. situation as Sosu. Okay. No, fuck okay. you, Sosu. No, fuck you, man. That's my big off. Come on. <laughs> they don't know that he can die <laughs> if he misses work. <laughs> Fuck you, man. This was the day I was going to get my dog a haircut. <laughs> Sosu, Sosu, maybe John Anderson could cover some of your work. You know, John Anderson, a real person that lives in Seattle who's not traveling to Grand Bahama Island currently. I, 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 don't, I don't think a John Anderson works with Just me. Just trust me. Somebody named John Anderson is going to show up. And cover your shifts today. Oh shit! I don't believe that. So Sue, is there a new hire coming? I'm not. I'm not training anybody today. Listen, I have plenty of disposable men yes. at my service. <gasps> oh, don't ask. Yeah. So Sue immediately clicks with that. Looks at John. His eyes go wide. His heart skips a beat. John, you do that for me. The name's J-Bone, kid. <laughs> and I know we just met, but yes. J-Bone, you do that for me? You seem like a hell of a guy. 
Trevor, fuck you. And he hangs up on the guy. <laughs> so she's really, really uncomfortable also because he's got a baggie full of beetles in his prison pocket. In his prison pocket. Are they, you, are they for you or are you like moving beetles to the Bahamas? Their personal use. And prison pocket, that's her asshole. Of course. Yeah, yeah it's in Sosu's asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's in Sosu's asshole. It's in Sosu's asshole. <laughs> I imagine also just like lined like little grooves for them to fit nicely inside the asshole too. <laughs> it's been like body modified <laughs> exactly like lined with hey chips. maybe we can smuggle some novacoke back in that in that thing that's a beautiful asshole son that's a beautiful prison pocket that's the most beautiful prison pocket i've ever seen we definitely need whoever uh, lubes the blowholes to get <laughs> oh yeah so tina wait are you dressing up what's going on is tina dressed up we haven't talked about a plan yet we're just landing which i assume this is kind of our time to make it and or figure it out when we land i don't know what tina would be dressed well, for let me give you this direction then i feel like ben should tell us how, what's going on before we just yeah. make a crazy plan i sent you guys this message in our slack here that is a map where is the chat i don't even know where the chat is on this <laughs> board. so i'm gonna get another beer while dan figures this out where do okay. i click <laughs> sounds like my dad trying to use his laptop in 1982 <laughs> So you go each play this uh, message that Alec Caldwell sent you. Okay. At the same time, he sends you this file. This is detailed. He says, uh, The attached file is a floor plan of Unison, Inc., corporate headquarters. I've supplied you all with visitor passes, granting level one access to the building. Input the names you'd like on the pad in front of you. The passes will update with your aliases. Upon arrival, head through the front doors and let them know you have an appointment with me. I've added the appointment to my calendar. Your cover is that you are prospective hires for my emerging technology division. Security will escort you to the fourth floor. When they see that I'm not there, I'll tell them to allow you to wait outside my office. It's all I can do. I've done what I can. Hopefully you're able to find what you need there. Sweet. It's like Mission Impossible. Now, did you make up before that we were going to have aliases? Yeah, I did. That's awesome. So it's perfect that you actually already had one. I love it. All right. So my homework's already finished. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you have in front of you a map with this floor plan of Unison and Inc. And there's, you can see there's four floors. It's not a huge corporation. It's a four floor building. Okay. Like a triangular wedge shape. Yeah. And there's a roof as well with helicopter access. Okay. He's given you rating one passes and he's detailed where the rating one security doors are that it would let you have free access to them. But there are different levels of security to this building. Okay. Basically, it's up to you guys to figure out how to get further access. Are, are, are those those little orange doors? What I've labeled on the map is that the green lines are rating one. Rating one, two, three. There's a legend down there at the bottom. Got it. Green is rating one, yellow rating two, orange rating three. I'll let you guys kind of look at that a little bit. I don't know if you guys want to devise a plan. You're on the flight right now. You the, This jet takes off and you're now flying toward the Bahamas. You've got probably a maybe like a seven hour flight ahead of you. So you've probably got seven hours before you're at Grand Bahama Island. You can kind of devise your plan before you get there if you guys want to. Nice. This is a lot to go through. This is one of the most detailed maps we've ever been given. And I might actually post these maps on our Discord. If people, if our fans want to join, they can kind of look through these maps. It's kind of like our show notes to see like what these guys are looking at, what they're devising of doing, whatever. Yeah, th- these are cool. You asked how Tina is dressed. Um, she 
is kind of dressed, not as a starlet, but she's on a private jet and she's kind of going with the idea here that she's going to the Bahamas. She's got like a bikini on, but she's got kind of a, uh, what would, it's like a massive body scarf, right? You can almost kind of see through it. So it's like a muumuu. A muumuu. Sure, yeah. A poncho. Yeah, a, a poncho. A, a beach poncho, right? A beach muumuu that just kind of covers her up. I think beach yeah. ponchos are a thing. So she's got that on and just kind of like a swimsuit and she's just living the high life on this private Cessna to the Bahamas and she's got just she a took me- a huge shit. <laughs> she's got- <laughs> Apologies to our female listeners. We don't know anything about clothing. Apologies <laughs> no, for the first no. time. The first apology. That we've ever it really given. breaks the immersion, I feel like, on our podcast. <laughs> She's got just like a full-size roller bag and then like a giant beach bag. Uh, that she's also got with her that kind of doubles as a person. She's got all of her fucking stuff in there. In the roll-on, carry-on, she's got all of her outfits and shit, uh, a few of her weapons, and then in her beach bag, she's got the rest of her gear uh, that she's bringing with her. And she's just kind of, she's got some shades on and she's getting ready. And she's also got a matching, uh, not not the exact same color, but a blonde wig on as well to kind of match <laughs> John's all, energy. We all have blonde wigs. We all yeah. have blonde hair. Yeah. We look like a fucking, yeah. like Hanson yeah. is yeah. on this point. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your cover. We should probably yeah. do that. Like, do we want to be siblings? Or It'd be do we so funny be... if we all had like the same like like outfits on. But Alec Caldwell just said that we have to make <laughs> aliases, so we should probably come up with what our story is as the three of us and our like our John and Tina like married and Sosu is our our like manservant or are we all siblings like what are we aren't we supposed to be some kind of employees of this uh, like contractors for Alec Caldwell we're not like James Bond like staying at a hotel like with his beautiful wife (laughs) Sosu typed in Timothy Sosusan I see Timothy's right Timothy's his fantasy character okay I like it oh sorry can you refresh my memory and maybe the listeners have forgotten is Timothy a real person or is just a fictional character that you're obsessed with (laughs) Uh, he's a real person who has since streams his uh, relationships. Got it. So he is a real person. Yeah. I feel like this okay. these, this Simpsons series is on TLC. <laughs> it's a very legal, trashy show. So Timothy, so Susan. John is, what were your J-Bone? J-Bone. <laughs> Just J-Bone? That's like on your name tag as like this perspective. J-Bone employee. McManus. <laughs> <laughs> And how about you, Tina? <laughs> ah, man, what's Tina? Um, You're like Tina Turner. Tina. <laughs> <laughs> John Anderson. <laughs> right? John Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> this was to his nightmare. She's like, I'm John Anderson. <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be up working for Sosu. They can't know that he's here. <laughs> I was going to say her first name is Tanya, and I couldn't think up anything. My head went straight to Harding. So she's, oh, she's dude, going. Your name should be Tanya Harding because like, you know Hardon. all these people you're like she was my cousin yeah. <laughs> I used my cousin's name <laughs> she didn't know who she was going to be but on the flight there she saw a really old film called I Heart Tanya <laughs> and uh, she was like that's it that's it I'm Tanya Harding and that's who, that's who she's going I Heart Tanya <laughs> I Heart Tanya <laughs> great movie though so Tanya Harding <laughs> Tanya Harding is hilarious dude wait was she the one that got clubbed Right, she's the one. She who was the one who did no, the clubber. She she's, club. club. she's the clubber. Okay, she's the yeah. clubber. Yeah. She's the clubber. And there's definitely going to be knees broken later this yeah, episode. Yeah, so. yes. Timothy, so Susan, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tanya Harding, and and J Bone.
J-Bone. Just J-Bone. Almost like Madonna. J-Bone McManus is funny, though. Timothy So Susan. J-Bone McManus. Such a fake <laughs> That's the thing. It's perfect. That's perfect. Okay, so you input your names and you see like your ID card like in like a shitty 3D mesh spinning and it like and it puts your names in. Roll me uh, quickness, everybody. Quickness. Target number six. Uh, one six. One six. Same. I got one Damn. six for Tanya Harding. The camera flashes, but you're all able to like not have your eyes closed. You make like a look somewhat professional face as it flashes and you get a your headshot Wait. goes on there. I wanted to get some eyes without closed a, shots, but you guys all without it telling us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we all look good. Yeah, you, you guys all look good. She's like halfway through a blink, but one eye is more closed than the other. So it just looks like she's fucking stupid. Yeah, but so yeah. she looks like Tanya Harding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like Tanya Harding's mugshot. You look like Paris Hilton, Tina. You've got like one eye slightly yeah, sagging, yeah. but it's like trashy hot, <laughs> yeah. like kind of hot, so trashy. <laughs> so the, basically what he told you was that he's got access to get you in to the front doors. And if you tell the front desk that you're there for this appointment, they'll escort you up to the fourth floor to his office. Yeah, the issue I'm seeing with the fourth floor is there's not any offices. There's a spa there, but I don't think a spa is going to have anywhere that Sosu can hook up to the network at. So we're probably going to have to get to a different floor. Is there any reason to believe that they wouldn't just let us in? Like, maybe we should think about an exit strategy, but do we really need to think about an entry strategy? I feel like we could just set well, up a meeting. Okay, but we already have an entry strategy, don't we? They're going to take us to the fourth floor. I guess you're right. Basically, we were hired to find Thorber. Now, allegedly, we have found him in that we know where he allegedly is, if Alec Caldwell was telling us the truth, where Thorber, I guess, is in this building, so we've been told. But when we show up, like, what is our goal? Are we going to, like, remove him? Does he want to be removed? Well, that's what like, I'm are saying. Are we supposed yeah. to bring oh, yeah. him back to... Okay, I does, see does Leah want him returned, or does she just want him found? Yeah. Because, like, it's yeah, like... Yeah, we have a lot of questions. I was operating under the assumption that, like, he might be being held captive... I think we haven't really completed our mission yet until we're confirmed that he's alive. Mm. You're right. This is my plan. We could go in, have a meeting, yeah. then leave. We don't have to extract him in the same meeting. We can confirm, get a little bit of a vibe, and then call Leah, and then figure out what we're going to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our mission was to figure out if he was still alive, which we still haven't done yet. We're just taking Caldwell's word for it. So I guess that begs the question, what are we going to do there? Well, like, we can snoop just, around. Just, if we get into Alec's office, can't we walk around? He's just getting us into the building. Yeah. Yeah, but can't we start walking around? We could we could spread out. We could find, we could get intel. And or break into Alex's office. So if Sosu can get to a computer anywhere in the place, he could uh, help figure out where stuff is. Yeah, that makes sense. We can get some cameras. John can use his corporate etiquette to go like schmooze some higher ups and figure out what's going on. Yeah. I feel like whatever we do, we got to get Sosu to a computer so that he can get access to cameras and information as to where the living quarters are for Thorber, mm, right? Yep. So that we can at least see like, is he being held captive somewhere in a right. fucking cage? Let's gather that intel before we talk to Leah. I agree. Sosu goes and tries to find a computer. John goes and finds an executive. What's Tina going to do? Well, uh, I feel like... 
Tina's probably going like John's got corporate etiquette, right? Yeah. So he's going to be good, smooth talking wherever he wants to go. Tina's kind of the odd man out. And so well, she's I feel got the like disguises. she could be multiple people. She's exactly. She's got disguises. She could be a janitor. She could kind of move <laughs> around freely. She could be the muscle to kind of like quietly take people out as we go. We might need help down here, right? Like we might need to like recruit some people to fucking help us. I thought you were going to be like, like we got... might need to call like the thespians. I was like, how are they getting down here? <laughs> <laughs> Jet skis. No, 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 no. Like, let's pull up those regional codes. I was just thinking like maybe some pirates. <laughs> I definitely think we need to involve pirates at some point. I mean, the fact that you teased us with that. <laughs> okay, we should be prepared to be ambushed for whatever reason, right? Yeah. We should be able to go in, get some intel and get out. Yeah. We don't usually talk this long about a plan, but we just have no idea what to expect. So it's good to kind of talk it out. Plus, for the listeners, Ben has a fucking five floor, very detailed building map yeah. that I'm just kind of very slowly trying to internalize. I'm here. sure Ben expected us to go in guns blazing. I would expect nothing less. But I also wanted to give you a map so you could plan something. Like you're on a seven hour flight. The map that Alec Caldwell sent the three of us that we're looking at on our little pop up screens here, uh, it's basically a trap triangular shaped building floor number one you come in the front doors you've got a security room an employee cafe down there it looks like a big open concept ballroom type setting right then you go up to the second floor either stairs or elevators middle management lounging lobbies break rooms and cubicles for the small people of the world i love that dan is is narrating this because i'm seeing it for the first time third floor pair of boardrooms here, some cubicles, and the executive offices are up here and another lounging lobby. And the doors seem to get a little bit more hard to get into as we go up. On the top floor, it looks like Alec Caldwell's personal floor. It's a chief tech officer's office of Alec Caldwell. There's a spa room, some fucking massage tables, some fucking around area. And then there's the uh, roof of the building, which is uh, predominantly just sky roof windows and uh, a helipad up top. So that's kind of what we're looking at. We're trying to digest it because there's a lot going on here. So Perfect. Perfect. I guess the question is, is this a fucking trap that Al Caldwell is sending on us? Could be. Can I do something real quick, Ben? Yeah, you can do whatever. Is this Alec Caldwell's private jet? It's like his jet. It belongs to the company. Belongs to the company and the pilots are like employees of this company, right? They are hired pilots. I've been trying to figure out how to use this for like two years now. One of her cyberware mechanisms is a two-way radio in her head. Now, if she wanted to use it to talk to somebody, another person has to also have a two-way radio, a transmitter and a receiver in their head. So she's never had any way to use it. But what she can use it for, I've been reading the book, is she can tune into any radio frequencies she wants. If they're being jammed, she has like an ECM level rating to get through that or whatever. But she wants to try and just like access any radio frequencies that are coming into or out of the airplane to see if she can pick up on any chatter that the pilots may or may not be saying or, or getting from the company or from Alec Caldwell. Wow, this is a bust out. As she's tuning this, she's going to look on her signal locator device, homed into the tracking signal that she shoved down into uh, Alec Caldwell's molar. She wants to confirm that he <laughs> is still in Seattle and figure out where he is in the world <laughs> oh if she can. God. It's a level six Signal locator. Uh, roll me six dice. Target number is four. 
0.15. Imagine you're looking at your like wrist computer to see like where he's at, if he's there. Yeah. It's a little fuzzy at first as it's fighting through whatever. Yeah. But you see that he is still there. He's in Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Nice. As she checks that on her uh, signal locator device, she's also tuning the two-way radio in her head internally, her cyberware. She's scanning through all the radio frequencies to see if she can tune into any chatter coming through from the pilots. Okay. What's the rating level of this thing? It's got an ECM-1. It's just like basic, right? So it's okay. like... Roll me one dice. Okay. Target number's four. Two. You're not able to get through. This cabin is shielded because they okay. have important conversations in here. They don't want the pilots, anybody picking up outside of this. So, no, you're not okay. able to tap into their chatter. All right. It's a good idea, though. She didn't share that with, with Sosu or John, but she does chime in. She says... Looks like Al Caldwell's still back in Seattle based on the uh, the signal locator. Nice. You guys hear like a bing in the cabin and you hear the pilot yeah. say, we're starting our descent to Grand Bahama Island. Tina gets up and goes to the bathroom again. Anytime the fucking fasten seatbelt light comes on. There's always a few. There's <laughs> always at least one person. Yeah. It's one of those psychological things. The moment you see that light, you're like, shit, I have to poop. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they're like hunched walk like fucking 12 rows. Already smells like shit yeah. as they pass. Like they're already just about to shit. So you guys have about like ten minutes before you guys hit the ground. I think it's funny if John, if T Bone just uh, J Bone, whatever J Bone. <laughs> oh, he can't remind slip. Remind he's gonna fucking. He's gonna make us roll every time we fuck up our names. By the way, so like we gotta dial that shit in. If I, I just think it's funny if I start getting drunk. Like Stewart is like ten minutes down. Yeah, I start getting bar. drunk. I'm like, give me three whiskeys on the rocks. Caipirinhas. Yeah. Caipirinhas. Rum and cokes on the rocks. Mm. What was that? Was it called a caipirinha? No oh, I've never had that before. Fermented sugarcane caipirinha. Mm. Mojito is what I know. That's it. It's like a I'm mojito. Not a, not a rum guy. I'm drinking a tiki rum Mai Tai right now. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. Give him a karma point. Let's do it. Justin gets a karma point. Fuck it. Give him yeah. some inspiration. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I like that. Like a booze-related karma point. All right. Yeah. We'll <laughs> shelf that. That's a good idea. I should have mixed some fucking mojitos for the night. God damn it. So, Tina, you're blasting another shit wheels the streets as you hit the ground. And, yeah. and as they pull onto the tarmac here, the doors open up. There's a few suits standing outside. Ben's like, you're all arrested. Fuck the last hour of your planning. <laughs> yeah. Come inside yeah. the fucking, fucking wa barred wagon. Search. Welcome to the Bahamas, John Anderson. <laughs> so soon gets a bunch of beetles pulled out of his asshole. Yeah. I like how I use like almost like a Mexican accent. It makes sense. Like they traveled there to get you, too. Buenos dias, John Anderson. You are a hard man to find. They're Austrian. <laughs> In our house now, John Anderson. <laughs> uh, there's suits on either side and there's a couple of like muscle with Uzis and stuff just kind of not looking at you guys but looking away and just making sure nobody ambushes this plane or anybody in it kind of thing it seems yeah. like standard protocol maybe and there's yeah. a giant Mitsubishi night sky limousine wow. sweet Mitsubishi you know it's expensive show us a classy just a picture of it yeah it looks like this Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. It's a fucking armored limo with a wet bar inside. Hell yeah. Always a wet bar. Always a wet bar. It's no John Mobile, but it's nice. It's nice. It's got <laughs> six wheels, four in the back. Tina steps off of the Cessna stairs out of the door, squeezes her shoulders through it, kind of tilts her sunglasses down and just raises Ooh. her eyebrows. She's impressed. And someone takes her hand and guides her down. Ooh. She takes it. Imagine the shit smell from the plane cabin wafting <laughs> up. 
Like, because she fits the whole doorway. She pulls it, just like suctions all that air out. You guys filter into this car one by one. And once you get inside, they take off and they start driving through what looks like third world country streets. And there's like an entire convoy of cars back and front escorting you guys. There's a couple of shady characters you see on the sides like kind of eyeing you guys. Yeah. Like the beginning of like clear and present danger or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> people are looking down from the rooftops, women closing their blinds as you drive by. So Sue's oblivious to all this and he just goes, uh... Did anybody remember to bring sunscreen? <laughs> Tina reaches into her uh, beach bag <laughs> and using her voice modulator, she says, Timothy, I have some right here for you. And she pulls out some fucking sunscreen and hands Ooh. it to him. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> I love how it's like too much. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like high schoolers and like buying booze. Like, thank you, Tanya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that <laughs> SNL sketch with Shia LaBeouf. That's one of my favorite <laughs> sketches of all time. It's great. Like we did our names. But we didn't say who we are, how like how we know each other, or what our business I, is. I don't. Th- I don't think we need that because I don't think they're gonna ask. These are just like security guys getting us up to meet with the big boss, right? I guess we do have a meeting. We're gonna let John just talk. I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that should be oh, good. Hey, you could let Sosu talk. Mm, <laughs> uh, I don't know, Susumi. <laughs> I forgot your first name, so, so I'm just going to call you Susumi. So, Timothy. <laughs> That's right, Timothy. What was the last name? Wasn't it So Susan? So, so Susan. Susan. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. So, okay. I'm not going to get no more freebies. No, it's funnier if John just keeps calling him So Sumi. Look at Dan's face. <laughs> We're so, we're like, so uh, fucked. We're so fucked. <laughs> how much of Christian is John? Like so much of Christian, so much of Christians I don't give a fuck, like bleeds into John so perfectly that he's literally forgetting all of our names as we sit here for the last 60 minutes. He just doesn't know. He it just could be an elaborate, know. it could be an all an elaborate plan on John's part. He's really got it all together. The less he knows, the less information they can get from him. The two of you were talking and I just saw Dan's face. He looked like De- the Debbie Downer face, like without meaning to. It was just like... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, cringe, grinning cringe teeth, like, oh shit. It's already oh, over. That was amazing. Good day, citizens of Chicago. This is Oakley Wildwood, your anchor at Goldleaf News Network, bringing you the latest developments from the heart of the UCAS. And now for the news. The Chicago containment zone is witnessing a surge in kidnappings that has left the city on edge. Travel in groups for safety, folks. A good crew could be what gives you the edge to make it to your next paycheck. The streets are witnessing a spike in vehicle thefts and carjackings, leaving everything from jackrabbits to delivery trucks as smoldering, bullet-ridden scrap heaps. Lone Star PD advises secure private parking whenever possible. But in Chicago, even the safest of places can become a battleground. On a more hopeful note, the ghoul communities of Cabrini Green are uniting, driven by a hunger for justice. Vigilantes targeting infected citizens have been escalating tensions, promising violence if they do not leave the city. Those sympathetic to the ghoul cause have offered support by providing donations and offering security, though officials assure that they seek a non-violent resolution to the conflict. There's a lot going on in 2080s Chicago. Stay informed, stay safe, and stay with us by tuning in to Bug City Blues, a Shadowrun 6 World Edition actual play podcast wherever fine podcasts are found. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) 
now you come off these kind of shady streets. It's only a few blocks, but it's like pretty tense few blocks and you can see that this convoy's got their shit together. Like they've got fucking like mounted turret guns that are like automated covering different angles of fire. And then they pull onto some really nice paved streets with huge fucking like steel barrier walls on either side, almost like a luge tunnel, like this like yeah. eight lane highway that's completely blocked off from any oncoming fire. And you can see like nicer luxury cars Traffic's pretty light because it's still, it's like, now it's like midday now. You roll up, finally you come off to this small little lagoon on the side of the island. Okay. There's this building. It's like a fucking crystal. The whole thing's made of this like reflective silver glass and it's a small wedge, like a triangular prism. Yeah. It goes four stories high. And they pull up to the front doors and you see a couple of security, a couple of them have a few like mage symbols on their oh, neck shit. and they kind of utter some stuff and let these guys in. Fucking magic. Pull you right up to the front doors and someone gets out, opens the door. Uh, good luck with your meeting. We'll be waiting outside for when your meeting is over. I know that these things can sometimes take longer than the appointment message tells you, so we'll be ready whenever. Let you go into the front glass doors. These huge fucking glass doors. They're like, they're double doors, but they're almost like entire wall-sized doors that just slide outward as you guys walk in. Yeah. It's like a 40 degree difference like in temperature. It's just like muggy, hot outside, like blazing sun. It's like it's 130 yeah. degrees in humid. It's like, yeah, it's like tropical Kansas but, when tropical. you're walking outside. <laughs> the opulence of this building, like just frigid air as you walk in. To your left, there's a security desk but it's like a corporate headquarter lobby. You know, it's like yeah. nice and serene and there's attractive attendants behind the desk there to scan you in. And then there's turnstiles that you see employees walking up and like little laser scans like this badge on their shirt and the turnstiles open up and they're able to access the escalators going up. So Sue's so gonna just like lean over to J-Bone and go, uh, so this is enough for profit? Pretty fancy shit. <laughs> That's it. That's all I say. <laughs> J-Bone? I'm a different character. I'm a little bit like slower and cooler. You're doing a McConaughey kind Yeah, of? just all right, all right, all right. <laughs> just call me J-Bone. And there's like people like wa- try to get around you. You're like standing just right in the middle of the f- two doors. There's people trying to get around you like, excuse me. Like trying to walk around and get to work. As you guys walk into these doors, to stick with the Star Wars motifs that we've been doing, you know, remember they walk into the cantina and there's like yeah. a like that weird like <laughs> weird <laughs> yeah. alarm. The blue lights yeah. go up and down like at a target. Yeah. And someone walks up and says, if you could please, the three of you, please put your weapons here onto this conveyor. And there's a conveyor that rolls all the way into a wall behind the security desk. It kinda Can I roll my concealability before I do that? Or do I have to roll like what I say first? They're gonna they're gonna start wa- okay, so they have like a wand and they're gonna start scanning you guys for weapons. But first they're gonna see if you will voluntarily There's nothing I can do. It would just be their role versus my concealability. So the moment the security light goes off, Sosu pulls out a Ruger Super Warhawk and puts it down on the tray and just goes, oh, my bad. My bad. I forgot. I forgot that was there. The Super Warhawk goes onto the conveyor and reels away. They're like, oh, no, 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 no problem. No problem. We don't, we didn't mean to, it's a dangerous place. The Caribbean League, we understand, but people need to carry and protect themselves. Just let you know, you are quite safe within this building. We, we, our security is top notch. Sosu continues on. He's got his monofilament whip. What? You have a monofilament fucking whip? He's got it wrapped around his body and he's got some shurikens in his braids. They wave the wand. What's the concealability for both of those? The monofilament whip is 10. Okay. Oh, that's high. And the shurikens are eight. Damn. All right. Those are high, dude. 
You walk right by, he's like, oh, okay. But you're so nice and so upfront about it. The guy like waves and doesn't get anything. And he turns to Tina. Uh, and you, ma'am? Um. <laughs> and she rolls. Um. <laughs> That's uh, uh, And uh, okay. So just to go through Tina's list for the listeners. Tina has a Defiance T250 short shotgun. She has a Defiance. She has that she, on her right now? She's got it all. Oh, shit. Okay. She's got it all. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. <laughs> what does she try to conceal? Tell me what she's, well, try, she's trying to conceal all of it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all in her beach bag because she's just wearing her muumuu in her bikini. Well, well, I guess she put on her janitor outfit. So it's all, all right, in what's there. The lowest, what's the lowest concealability of all those? Probably the shotgun. Well, the the, the 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 super shock and the defiance are four. Everything else is a six and an eight. The super shock same as the shotgun. Yes. Wow. Okay. Which one of those are you rolling for? Uh, short shotgun. The shotgun. He the wand goes and he goes. Oh oh, you missed one here, ma'am. And he picks the shotgun up and puts it on the conveyor belt. Oh yes, sorry. That was uh, <laughs> a little uh, tasty snack. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I like to keep that when I'm shopping. You never know. Um, better to be safe than sorry. I've heard terrible stories of the malls around here. Um, he's waving the wand inside your bag. Defiant Super Shock Taser. Yep. He misses that one. You see him okay. kind of trying to dig deeper in the bag and kind of shift it aside. Your eye catches it. Okay. All right. What's the next thing you're trying to get? My next of? things are my knife brass knuckles, my club chain, my chain whip, and my shuriken. And those are all concealability of eight. Okay. You got them all. He got misses all? all. He misses all of them. He's there's like clothes and like fucking like firefighter hat. I'm just thinking like weird costume shit. And they're like, what the? <laughs> okay, yeah. And he just kind of moves Is this it a on. Stripper. All right. Last up, yeah. my concussive and offensive grenades with a target number six. You're going to try and sneak those in? Yes. Holy shit. All right. I need, this is, I feel like this is the deepest fucking dive run we've been on. And All right. like, I don't know what's going to be in this fucking place, so I need my shit. Uh, so give me two. You get to choose two that you can take with you. Can I go with one concussive grenade and one offensive grenade? Yeah, sure. Okay. And uh, he says like, oh, uh, uh, we missed these here. And he picks up all the rest of your grenades. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. It does get a little nasty in the Grand Bahama Islands, as you know. You look like you know how to take care of yourself, ma'am. And he puts them on this <laughs> conveyor and they, they wheel away uh, and disappear. And he turns to John. John, baby. All right, let's see what you're trying to conceal. What are you trying to conceal? I'm imagining every character when they come up, except for Sosu, goes, uh. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I don't have my shock gloves written down on this particular sheet, and I don't know why. Shock glove, conceal, but he's nine. Wow. The wand doesn't activate when it goes through. These newer models are just so fucking sleek. All right, let's do the, the Fischetti pistol. All right, what's that? Concealability. Seven. Nice. Seven. You are able to pass it. Hell yeah, buddy. The <laughs> fucking ninja himself. You got your fachetti. Okay, so H and K. I'll take oats. It says I have a five and then parentheses one. It looks like though if I have the gas vent and the laser sight on, it's less. Yeah, it's only a one. Because you got all this shit on it. You got your fucking gas vent. You got your Wait, can I just can I just smuggle it in without that? And I get my five? I will say that on the plane right over, you were able to disassemble those things to make it easier to hide if you want that. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Motherfucker, man. I don't understand how like anyone sees anything. That's what I'm getting annoyed at. It's like these guys can't fucking see shit. 
I'm rolling three dice because you're talking over the other getting any. I feel assistance. like we're in one of those airport like X-ray machines where you put your hands above your head and you're yeah. like, and they like, and it's it's all digital. They're not paying attention. They're just very low wage employees, and it gets through or it doesn't. Like right. All right. So the only things on there are, are the Ruger, Super Hawk, nice. the shotgun, and a couple grenades. Everything else you guys have. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Let's fucking rock so it. So he turns to the guy as we're walking by and just goes, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> are we being escorted or are we just walking in by ourselves here? You're walking in by yourselves. Okay. You were told in the message that you could go to the front desk and let them know you have an appointment. I'll approach the front desk. You approach the front desk and you see an attractive attendant behind their turn. She's blonde. She's got perfectly tailored to show all the right curves. Beautiful and immaculate. There's probably some surgery there to make her even more appealing to people. She turns and uh, flashes you like a perfect fucking smile. Good afternoon. Can I help you? Yes, uh, we have a meeting with uh, Caldwell. Alec Caldwell. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. She says, uh, and your names? Jay Bone McManus. <laughs> okay, and um, are you two with him or? Yeah, yes. yeah, t- yeah uh, uh, Timothy So Susan. So, how do you spell that? T I M O T H Y space S O S U A N. That sounds right to me. I think that's funny because that's about how I would spell my yeah. name if someone asked me on the spot. I'd be like, how I'm not going to fuck with how, you. What comes yeah. next? I think you missed an S at the end, but I, I'm all about it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at Tina. She looks up at Tina. Yeah. And her smile kind of goes down for a second, but then back up. And, uh, and, and you as well? Tonya Harding. <laughs> Tonya Harding. Tonya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> the Soviet Olympian. So, <laughs> uh, uh intelligence real quick. Yes, you may. Uh, what are you trying to... I, I would like to see if I solve that flinch in her uh, smile. That's stupid. Okay. Funny. Uh, target number four. That's great. Uh, I got two fours. Yeah, you notice. I'd say with two successes, you're able to tell it was a little bit, it wasn't even so much like a shocked look, but maybe more of a disdainful look. I'm going to look at her name tag and I'm going to try to remember her name. It just says uh, Rosita. I'm making a mental note of Rosita. And you said disdain when she looked at Tina? For a moment, her like smile wavered as she looked I, at I, Tina. I love how he's like a crazy obsessed fan with both of us. Like He's like going to punish anyone. <laughs> he likes Tina now, Yeah, man. and he gets all the deets. Rosita. And she tips at her console there, and she goes, okay, it'll just take just a second. She says, yours is ready here. She hands it to you, uh, to J-Bone, and it's got your picture there. Thank and you. it's just a little badge that you can put yeah. on, but it's like a magnet, and you can like put one on the inside of your lapel, and it like magnets yeah, yeah. on. She hands one over to Timothy. Timothy, and it's got your Timothy so Susan on it, and then she gives one to Tanya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so his office is actually on the fourth floor. So we will need to give you an escort and bring you up there. They can show you the way. I'm being told that he is not in at the moment. There's a very comfortable waiting area outside there that you can wait at until he's ready. Sounds good. Thanks. That would be perfect. Randy, could you escort these three upstairs? This uh, 
security guard who's a little more rugged looking. You can see he walks you past sort of the general elevators. There's elevators that all the workers work at. You can see Got as it. they're scanning a little green beam goes bling, and it lets them in and they go in and they go up. Yeah. You guys go off to the side, this other elevator. Yeah. When he scans that, it is orange. The beam goes bling. Okay. As you're in the elevator, you can see all there's these screens and it's just like got this like serene music playing. In this world, we're divided, helpless, hopeless, but there's a better way. Unis and ink. Together, we'll unite the world together. Together. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like, we get it. It's Unison. And it takes you straight up to the fourth floor, right south of the CEO office room. Yeah. It's like a whole different world up here. When you come out of the elevator, you see just like frosted dark tinted glass that hallway goes all the way to the edge of the building and you can see like the beach and the yeah to the left it guides you down to what looks like a little seating area there's really nice overstuffed couches and chairs and there's a doorway going into his office straight ahead of you past to the left there's a spa room and yeah. you can see there's some really beautiful women in there enjoying the spa okay randy walks you over and says uh You'll just have a seat here. Um, we weren't told when he'll be ready, but uh, I'm sure it won't be long. Rand, Randy, where's the <laughs> bathroom? Oh, well, there are restrooms on this floor, obviously, in the CEO's office. We can't go in there yet, but there is one over further. If you just look straight ahead to the left of the spa room, there should be some restrooms right there. Hey, thank you, Randy. Oh, and Maya, Maya just add, feel free to, to- He didn't poop on the plane. You see, she did. <laughs> she took a huge dump on the plane. <laughs> oh. Well, that's good Good thinking before an interview. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always sure. take a huge dump right before a really important meeting. You look like you work in finance. 25 years. That sounds about right. J-Bone, he exaggerates. In fact, he exaggerates so much that... Uh, Are you kidding me? He knows what I'm talking about. He exaggerates so much that I'm not sure that I am done. Would you mind escorting me to the bathroom so I might find it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of disgusted. Yes, uh, uh, right this way. He walks you guys further west, and there are two bathrooms. There's one for the women. There's one for men. Please make yourselves at home. He says, just so you know, uh, once you go down the stairwells, there is barriers to access coming back up. So I would refrain from leaving this floor until... And if you need us, just you can ping us on the elevator there. One of us can come up and escort you down. Sosu is going to go into the bathroom and remove the beetles from his ass. Thoroughly <laughs> <laughs> wash them off and pocket them. Roll me a quickness. <laughs> One six. That's pretty quick. Yeah, you're able to get those out. None of them fall into the toilet. That's damn quick. <laughs> why you're dangling over the toilet. There's a lot of but toilet, to a lot of toilet yeah. humor in this yeah. episode. One of them falls, but your asshole clenches and catches it. <laughs> well, I love how we keep referencing Mission Impossible 1. Like the, yeah. the teardrop. The teardrop. <gasps> or that's a tear. The so sweat. Close. Why is it tear? Yeah, the sweat drop. If Tina looks around, does she see anybody? Is there a lot of people around? Is like not many no. people around where they're standing? Nope. This is a completely empty floor other than the spa room. It has, has like maybe three or four women in there. Okay. Tina is going to say to Randy, the security guard, she's going to say, could you uh, direct me just to see where the uh, the staircase doors are that I shouldn't go through? I would hate to make a mistake. And he turns around and he shows you just right behind you there, there's a stairwell. He's like trying to be careful. He realizes your accent. Maybe there's some misunderstanding with English, something he's like, 
Uh, these here, ma'am, are the the stairs that go down. Tina goes ahead and just like opens that starts opening the door and walking no, 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 in. No, 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 this, no, this no, one? no. The, this yes, one? that one. He 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 grabs your. He says, once you go down there, you can't come back up. Tina's gonna use her reach of one and grapple this motherfucker. Oh, and what she's gonna shit. do oh. is pull him into the stairwell while the door's still Tina. open. And she's gonna mandible claw submission that motherfucker oh. and try and take him down to the ground. Oh god! All right, roll me. Uh, roll me your reaction. I gotta find out okay. his fucking ha, here. Such a loose cannon. She made sure that nobody's looking. I wouldn't such have- Such a loose cannon. Right off the fucking bat. This is happening in the spa room or the doorway? It's in the stairwell. It's stairwell. in the stairwell near the bathrooms. And she kind of like lured him closer to the stairwell as she walked through the door for him to kind of stop her. And then she grabbed him and she's gonna shove her fucking big two troll fingers down his, into his mouth. Into his ass. <laughs> Do that Mick Foley <laughs> mandible claw submission. See if she can like put him to sleep <laughs> with that shit. Target number four. Four dice reaction. Oh, I got one five. One five, a three, two threes, a one, and a five. All right, what is your reaction? My reaction is four. He tied you, but your reaction's higher than his. So you're, he I also have a reach. The, the reach doesn't help because it's more initiative. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, But now gotcha, your gotcha, reach gotcha. is going to help you. Now you can do an unarmed attack on him. And I'll let you, if you okay, land got it, got it, you get a hold of him. My unarmed combat is a three. Okay, so I got a five and a three and a one, so I got two, two successes. successes. Well, armed of two, but he'll use penalty. I'm doing penalty. this by myself, too, because John's just over just, like, yeah, fucking lounging nuts. on a couch, and so Sue's shitting beetles out of his ass in the bathroom. You had two successes? Yeah. He also had two successes. You're fucking lucky bitch. Shit, had two dude, successes. I fucking won! Dude, I mean, it's right. like crazy James Bond, like, fighting the stairwell, and yeah. he's, like, matching your every yeah, move. It's the, yeah. yeah, it's the first Daniel Craig movie where they're in the stairwell, and they just fucking, I like... I like, a quick Jason Bourne thing, where, like, he's trying to help you not go down the thing, and then you turn. It's kind of slow as a troll. Yeah. So he's, like, kind of moving quick, but then you get a hold of him. It's just like... Imagine, like, like, when someone's got, like, a knife, and, it, like, you know, he's, like, he's grabbing your yeah. hand, and he's, like, holding you, like, like you're just, like, both, like, grappling yeah. each other. Tina's like, hands are so big, and her finger is so big that she can only get one finger inside his fucking mouth. Ooh. That's how big her hands are. She does... Wait, the who, who the hell is this guy, though? He's, like, he's ripped. She does, he's taking he's on just Tina. a security guard. She shoves that finger into his mouth and thumb under Ooh. his chin, and, like, pinches down on the nerve beneath the tongue and like takes him fucking down to the ground. So now he's got to roll against a fucking 10. Isn't it like your unarmed is like a 10 medium, right? I, well, you tell me how an unarmed combat I'm works. I'm pretty sure I mean, it's strength medium. I don't, it doesn't say on my sheet. My strength is a 10. Let me find out. All I have for damage sure. codes is on my weapons. I don't know what Unarmed is strength, moderate, stun. So that works. That's perfect. It's a mandible claw submission. All right. Doing it. Grandpa McFoley proud. He's got to roll fucking 10. Come on, baby. No sixes. Fuck yes. Fuck, you do a moderate yes. stun one. I'm just gonna say because you. Well, no, he's he's not asleep. We're gonna make this a fucking combat. So now roll me initiative. All of us. Because you got him grappled in the hole, but didn't knock him out. Well, he should have been at least a disadvantage, right? Okay, so yeah, he's got a moderate stun wound. He's got a moderate stun but wound. But we're not in there with him, right? No, you can't see because you're up in the okay. little lobby area. Right. Susu's in there taking chips out of his ass. <laughs> I feel like when she got the the mandible claw submission in his mouth, he like shouldered her and they like slammed back into the wall and the fucking door closed on him. Like she's in that stairwell. Now. Oh, that's what I want to say. Okay, so no one else can see it. The way I'm imagining this like fucking James Bond grapple going is they like fell into the stairwell and like down. You the can rest. tell the stairwell me. doors would shut themselves. I did not expect fucking combat <laughs> this soon. This is awesome. So I'm rolling what now? You're rolling your initiative. 
Which is your... Uh, 1d6 plus 4. I got a 4 plus 1 is a 5. Two. He got a 5, too. So you beat him because your reaction's higher. Oh, actually, no. I he fucking beat him again. He got, a, he got a 3 because of his minus 2. So what do you do? I want to, like, pick him up by his jaw and just, like, fucking punch his skull down into the fucking stairs <laughs> yeah, and try and boy. shatter his skull. Same move, unarmed versus target number three. I just, I'm gonna stick into the James Bond theme here. And, like, I, uh, so it's uh, unarmed combat of three. I got a six and a five and a one. He got none, so you got you get to stage that up by one. Okay. So it's not a moderate, it's a serious stun wound. If you nail this on him, like, okay. he's out. Versus target number ten, he got no successes. All right, fuck yes. So yeah, you fucking knock him, smash him, knock him out. You hear his skull crack, and then the rest of his body just thud. His head hits the ground first on those concrete stairs and just fucking goes out like Is there a blood light. everywhere? He's got a, he has a little helmet on, so I would say it cracked his helmet and in his head, but there's no blood everywhere. <laughs> so... Tina's in the stairwell with this guy, Randy. He's out cold. Uh, what's he What's he wearing? He's ben? got sort of a tight nylon. It's almost like super thin Kevlar type material. It's like a blue jumpsuit, if you will. Like we okay. go Tina motif. Wow. And he's got his badge. Tina's like he's got style. I'll give him that. <laughs> he's got his badge. Now, does he? Is, what is his badge? Does it have a picture of him on it or no? Yes. So it's got his picture. It says uh, Randy Scabtree. <laughs> does it look like our badges? No. It looks like security. A security badge. Tina's going to take his badge off, open up her beach bag that she brought. Mm -hmm. Inside it, it's got a janitor type outfit. Okay. She's gonna slip that on. Okay. Get all of her fucking weapons out, all of her gear out, pack that into her janitor costume. She's gonna take his badge, put it on her chest. Okay. She's gonna pocket her own badge, right? Yep. Does he I assume he has like a radio or something, something like that? Uh no. Not on and subvokes. 2053, baby. God damn it. While that's going on, so Sue's leaving the bathroom, walks into the room with John and goes, where's Tina? You guys both immediately get a call on your sub vocals. Tina? Hey, how's it going, Tanya? Tanya? <laughs> I just turned off this fucking security guard. I'm locked in the stairwell. What? You hurt Randy? I hurt him real bad. He's out here. We don't have to worry about him anymore. Listen, I wasn't worried about him. Stairwell? <laughs> I'm in the stairwell right now. Now, you guys can either let me back in, or I can head back downstairs and just keep working around. I'm going to see what else this guy's got on him. What are you doing with Randy's body? Well, I haven't decided yet. You got any ideas? <laughs> no. Don't give him any opportunity to do this thing and sick and twisted. Can you eat him? <laughs> Wait, Randy's dead, right? I know you so, Sumi. He's not dead. As far as I can tell, anyway, he's still breathing. Yeah, he's got a faint pulse. He's alive. I was hoping to, like, tune into his radio frequency or something so I could, like, listen into their security guard shit. Well, but you've I don't, got I don't the two-way radio. I do, but he doesn't have a radio. Yeah, but, like, couldn't you see it scan for frequencies? Roll that die. Not much to roll here, but I've got one dice on my two-way radio ECM-1. and Roll it. You can roll it's it. kind of the whole reason I fucking risked all that so I could like get their fucking radio frequency, but I guess it doesn't matter. But, yeah, that was funny uh, when I, you were like, oh. God damn it. <laughs> he doesn't have a radio <laughs> mic. Not that you can see. Roll one dice, target number four. Got a two. You can sense that there was a radio there. It's two-way radio in his head, but it's got Fuck. four level ECM. Okay. As you're looking out, you're in this like stairwell, right? Yeah. And it's the black frosted glass. You can see out and see down into the other floors below you, but you're guessing they can't see in or someone would have said something. And this stairwell, does it, I mean, I guess I can't tell until I go down, but does it go all the way down to like a basement level or anything or just goes all the way? Oh, I don't know, but you don't know that. Does it go up? Does it go to the roof? No. 
doesn't go to the roof. So this stairwell does not go to the roof. This stairwell goes down to the lower floor. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm like, what do I do with his body? That's what I'm worried about now. <laughs> Sosu is just going to go into the stairs. He's going to leave John. Someone's going to stay for this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I would take a job here. Yeah. <laughs> Sosu's going to just walk into the stairs, look at Tina, and just go, Tina, I am disappointed in you. What? Why? Why, Sosu? Randy was a nice guy. You should have done that to Rosita. I guess, if you say so. We can find it later. I would like that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now listen. He puts his pinky up and does a little pinky promise. Tina picks up her big fucking pinky finger and, and uh, wraps it around Sosu's elven little pinky there. I'm going down to the second floor. What's the plan? But don't you think it would look weird if someone wasn't waiting? If we all left? We got rid of the security guard. There's no one else yeah, looking Tina, for us. Tina just beat the shit out of Randy. Okay. Yeah, there's no one else waiting for us or to know that we're even there, really. Like, okay. Caldwell was just trying to get us into the building. But couldn't we go into like Caldwell's like computer terminal or something? Like, why are we working? There's got to be a t- We can try. Because I have to get to a computer terminal to get the doors unlocked. And oh, we can't yeah. get into his office, you don't think? Do you think Randy's badge would work on the, the door to Caldwell's office? Yeah, maybe. Let's go fucking try it. And we could hide his fucking body in there, too. No one else is going in there. Seems like more of a reason to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's fucking do it. Tina grabs his body, wraps it around her back, just in case anybody in this fucking spa might be looking towards them. She can kind of hide it behind her a little bit. <laughs> and she and Sosu head over to the uh, the front doors of uh, Alec Caldwell's office. The door beeps and a little orange beam scans and the doors open up. Fuck. And you see right. in front of you Alec Caldwell's office. It's huge. It's basically half the size of this floor leading all the way back where there's amazing view of the fucking ocean. Yeah. And he's got the putting green. He's got a massage table in there. He's got overstuffed couches. He's got a huge fucking mahogany desk made of real mahogany. Yeah. It's just a really nice fucking office. Is it empty? Is anybody in it's, here? It's empty. There's nobody in here. And the lights are off. I assume there's some sort of computer around here. Some, there's got to be something in here, right? I mean, you can roll intelligence if you're looking for stuff. You can roll intelligence. Yeah, let's all roll. I'll roll intelligence, too. Yeah, just tell me what you roll. 225. Actually, you know what? I'm going to roll computer theory. Okay. Three yep. fives, a three, and a two. You're able to find a console that's built into the mahogany desk. You find a little button there. You press, and the fucking screen flips up. And you've got a terminal that you can Shit, break yes. and do. John, what did you roll? Five, three, and a two. So who all rolled fives? I rolled one five. Oh, all of you guys. I got fives. You guys are kind of just walking around this place. So, so you find this desk and you find this thing. John and Tina, you're kind of walking together, kind of like just looking at the walls, maybe tapping at sort of the walls. And you tap and you hear a hollow place on the west side of this room. Really? Just north of the entrance coming into the office place. Fuck. As you kind of mess with it, it slides open and you see... What well, looks like a wet bar. <laughs> so many wet bars. And, <laughs> and overstuffed chairs looking in toward a two-way mirror looking at the spa room. Oh, oh no way. Hey, this Weird. guy's got a setup. <laughs> it's just a big empty room. It's a big room with uh, it's a two-way mirror looking out into the seating area you were just sitting at. It spans the whole length of that back wall. Looking okay. into both that and the spa room. <laughs> That's awesome. And there's a few chairs there for him and his buddies. Damn. Uh, you said that when I rolled for the uh, the two-way radio thing, I could tell that he had a two-way radio in his head. Yeah. But I couldn't break it, right? Yep. Tina's going to go over to one of these couches sitting in front of this two-way mirror into the secret room. Set this guy down on the fucking couch. She's not going to kill him. I was thinking about just fucking killing the dude. But what she's going to do is she's going to pull It'll out. It'll be a fate worse than death for this guy. <laughs> if I know you two. 
she's got four metal restraints and she restrains his hands behind the chair together. She restrains each of his feet to the legs of the chair so he can't fucking move. She's going to take her big fucking troll finger and just poke into the side of his head and destroy that fucking two-way radio that he's got. Oh, shit. Jesus. Because she can tell I mean, right where it is, and it's like right under his skin or right there on his skull, basically. And she's going to fucking try and destroy that two-way radio he's got. Uh, roll me intelligence. Three. Target number five. Uh-oh. One five. You do kind of feel where it's at. Yeah. Now roll me a strength. Fuck yes. Let's do strength. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now we're going to do this the opposite way. The target number is going to be six. What? And the the more successes you get, the better you are at not hurting him, but just destroying okay. the radio. So the more okay. sixes I get, the more I don't hurt him. Yeah, the, the more precise you are. Holy shit. Okay. So it's target number six? Yeah. Two sixes and a nice. lot of fives. Yep. You're able to push until you hear like a small crunch and then you pull back away before you like pierce his temple, basically. Fuck yes. That way, if he wakes up, he can't call for help. I like it. And we can question him later if we want to, but she's got him tied up in this fucking secret room. I gonna just hope it's soundproof. Uh, because I would think it would be, but uh, who knows? <laughs> You're not hearing anybody in the spa room. You're not hearing anything okay. through the glass. That's what Tina's working on right now. I don't know what you guys are doing. So Sue is going to flip his uh, deck off of his back around to his front in a very smooth motion. Mm -hmm. yeah. Go over to that terminal and plug into it. It's time for some Hoftar. Hoftar. <laughs> his fucking Hoftar. John, what are you up to? John's gonna go check out that wet bar. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like Johnny Boy's just gonna sit tight, J Bone. You're like checking out the chicks in there, yeah. <laughs> sitting Jesus. in the other the other comfy chair next to the guy whose head is uh, mangled. I know that John is like in hiding and doesn't want. He's got like a reputation in the Bahamas and a history. Yeah, but we might need like some feet on the ground, like a backup plan. So maybe if John still knows somebody in the Bahamas, maybe a phone call would be. Oh, shit. I like that idea, but I don't think this is the time or the right phone for me to do something like that. But I do like that <laughs> idea, and I'm prepared to, the white knight might have a few pawns. <sighs> do I risk a call? Do I risk a call? <laughs> Can he still be trusted? The white knight might need to call some people for extraction. John, roll me intelligence. A six, a five, and a four. With a six, you're making a drink at the wet bar, and you go sit down in one of the overstuffed chairs, and just sort of as you're setting it down, there's a cocktail napkin on the side table there already, and you lift it up and see on the back side there's a scribble, and it says... I'm like the dude uh, all of a sudden. I'm like discovering yeah. stuff by accident. <laughs> <laughs> like you set it on it, it like bleeds the ink a bit. You're like, oh shit, what's that say? He makes a white Russian at the wet bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. It says kick chip 2.0, and underneath it says uh, Thorber to R&D. Question mark. Interesting. Entertainment trids? Question mark. Marketing? Question mark. And then double underline on marketing. Okay. Interesting. Fuck. I mean, that I, sounds like a corporate etiquette rule to see if that uh, yeah if that means anything to John. Yeah, okay, yeah. Do a corporate idea. etiquette. So sue me. <laughs> I don't. This is awesome because I don't know. <laughs> I like I like you getting your name wrong. <laughs> <all the> time. <laughs> Roll me a corporate etiquette, and we're gonna do target number. It's gonna be a tough one because I mean you're just you're taking just random words and trying to fit them <laughs> together. So it's gonna be target number six. 
Well, two sixes. Fuck oh, yeah. Shit. shit. John, you have like a Sherlock moment. Like the, <laughs> the scene is being rebuilt around you in this room. I and think you it's see, funny if like, Tina's like trying to talk to me the whole time. And I'm like, just, just shut up, <laughs> Tina. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, <laughs> Tina. Yeah. You got really good at like talking to someone while you're not listening at all with like your fucking cult members. John. John, I got him all tied up in here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as you're answering her, you can see this room. You just see, like, ghostly apparition of the room and two other executives sitting here, possibly. You're seeing, Whoa, like... Whoa, I'm really fucking tripping out. Yeah. You got two successes. You see, like, the fucking two grooves sort of in the in the leather chairs where these men were sitting. You're seeing, like, the cigar ashtray, and it's, like, old ash in the <laughs> yeah. ashtray. You're, you're putting it all together. I'm picturing John getting down on the floor like Sherlock. Yeah, like tasting <laughs> it. You're tasting like, Cubano, Cubano cigar. Using every sense. And you are piecing together, like, what maybe this meeting led to. Yeah. That these things are all linked. Okay. And it sounds like just, like, a running list of a conversation. So there is a, a research and development room in this building. Fuck. Where the hell is it? Do you guys see anything? R&D, R&D. I'd see executive offices and boardrooms. I don't see anything that says R&D. Elevator to facility. Elevator to facility. Oh. On the bottom floor. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's why it goes down and not up. That makes sense. So, Sue, is there is there an R&D facility in this building? So Sue's going to jack in. Okay. Nice. You go limp as your, yeah. your persona soars into the matrix quickly. And you see, it's like marble halls. This entire fucking nice. matrix uh, facade is like marble halls with pillars and like beautiful sort of avant-garde structural gargoyles and different carvings on the sides. Fuck yeah. And you can see ahead of you the different nodes. You can see there's the slave node, there's the CPU and the IO input output and the data store. They're all available to you. You'll have to examine them to see if they have ice. Fuck. But Corporate hacking now. He's going to go to the data store and he's going to examine it. What do I need to do for that? You can roll. I, I, I No one uses the um, sensor. And I kind of like, if you want to use your sensor to just see it, like as like a, basically a per- matrix perception roll, I'll let you do That's that. Cool. Or you can yeah. or okay. you can run your exam. I think there's an exam in, or analyze. I think there's also uh, So I've got sensor five. Damn. Do it. Okay, I'm going to do sensor five. We'll do sensor five. dice. Do it. Sensor five, target number four. You got this. You got this. Uh, I've got a one, a one, a three, a four, and a five. Nice. Well, I thought you were going to go more ones there. I was like, oh, <laughs> you got three successes, and therefore you are able to see that this is an orange node. Okay. Meaning you're going to need hard. three successes to get through anything in this system. Fuck. It has access ice level five. So you got to roll three fives? Three fives. But you can use your all your hacking dice. Dude, mm, fucking do it, dude. Okay. <laughs> We need that shit. Ride the lightning. Ride the lightning, baby. Okay. Fucking roll those dice. My deception is a little bit better than my sleaze. Yeah. And I think at this point, with uh, what we've done to Randy, I don't have to worry about sleezing. So I'm going to do my deception. Fuck yeah, dude. Get those uh, extra dice. So this is uh, nice. this is eight dice eight with dice. Uh, my hacking pool. Oh, okay. my God. It's only eight, eight dice. dice. You got to get Target three five. Oh, no. Target number five. Four. I'm sorry. The access ice is a level five, but I just learned reading. It's the node of the ice. Okay. Eight dice. You need three fours. I need to look at this. Right That's now. a lot. Maybe you got any ice? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> three, 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 four, four, 
four, five, six. Yes. Holy so shit. that's five successes. Fuck five yes. successes. I don't know why I just laughed thinking of baby, so you soon. Baby, got any ice? Got any dice, baby? Yeah, an ice. Yeah, cut the ice. So, yeah, uh, Sosu, the centaur David Hasselhoff Sosu is just, like, waving his hands over this node trying to get through here. I, I don't know why I think it's funny if Sosu cracks his knuckles on his hands and then his toes before he <laughs> does the whoa, whoa, whoa. computer. I don't know why. Like... <laughs> he cracks his hooves. <laughs> he heel clicks his hooves, yeah. Um, all right, hang on one second. Masking utilities. Ice attempting to proceed the persona the number of dice equal it's raining five dice and then it goes against your evasion oh shit it's not over fuck uh my evasion is a four it gets a target number equal to the masking attribute of the person my masking is four okay so, so the system's gonna four. see if it sees you Dude, it rolled shit. Yes. You got yes. one success. Yes. Yeah, you fucking walk up. It's like a lion head that turns and looks at you. Yeah. And you like present it like a stone apple and it opens its mouth and clamps on it and glides back. And you see like this, uh, like the wall just kind of beams away and you have access now into this data store. Since I did a uh, deception instead of a sleaze, it should be an apple, but I, uh, I gave it a pineapple. Nice, nice. Not quite the right apple, but just a... That's awesome. It's like kind of confused. Like it doesn't know it, but it's just like it's a little bigger than it means to. It's a little bigger than it might have. Yeah, you're in the fucking data store now. You can search for what you're looking for. Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, so I'm immediately going to look for the location of the R&D department. I'm going to do my browse. All right, roll me your browse number of dice versus target number four. So this is going to be eight dice. Okay. Fuck yeah. Three successes. Sick. Fucking rolling dice, man. God damn. Four dice versus your evasion, which was four. It got, how many successes did you get? Three. It also got three, but that's a tie. That's a tie, so you win. You succeed. So you're scanning through it. It's like a whole, you're flying above all these different pillars of different colored information as you're flying. And you find your utilities is kind of like, bing, 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 like scanning through all of them. And it locates the one that would give you that information. Nice. And you, as you fly over there, you pull it up. You just kind of touch it and it beams up into your vision. And you can see it's an entry log that was put in only a few days ago. Okay. And it says, kick chip 2.0, relocate Thorber to basement facility. Basement facility. Sick. It is. First floor going down to the facility. That's it. That's confirmation, baby. That's what we need. This motherfucker's alive. We got to call Leah Bradshaw. Leah Bear. Leah Bear. <laughs> Gina picks up her brick phone, starts dialing uh, You know up. what? I'm going to say, in order to call Leah Bradshaw, we're going to need Sosu to go through some regional codes here. Yes. <laughs> to get an outside oh, line. No. It's happening. To tap in an outside line, outside of the Caribbean League. Obviously, you have those memorized. Obviously. Sosu. <laughs> Sosu. <laughs> oh, my God. Just take a page full of notes. Uh, sh- sure. Yeah. <laughs> Eight, seven, five, four, three. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for listening to Pink Fohawk. You can check out new episodes every two weeks. Until then, we'd be hugely thankful if everyone listening could post about our podcast on Reddit or Twitter or leave a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts or even just share our show with a couple of friends. That'd be awesome. Thanks again for giving us your time. It's the most precious commodity any person has. 
pink faux hawk theme created by Colin Rufino. You can find links to his website in the description below, along with credits for other songs used in this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. While Sosu's in here, he is going to look up as much information as he possibly can on that receptionist. <laughs> I'm still trying to find <laughs> ruin that person's life. I love it. Yeah, roll me three more. Part number four. That is two successes. You're not able to execute the program. In the, that doesn't trigger any alarms or anything, but you need three successes. God damn it. So it's just oh. not able to find it. So she's very, very mad at, <laughs> at, at that. <laughs> Fuck! There's a, a real potential that he's going to kill that receptionist next time he sees <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs>